What's up, Internet? Welcome to Legacy Characters, a podcast where my dad and I hang out and talk about everything in pop culture. Comics, movies, television, music. We look how it used to be. We look how it is now. Everywhere in between. And now, without further ado, let's get generationally geeky. What's up, Daddy O? What's up, Carter John? What's up, Mama? Hello, boys. I've decided to join you in the Legacy Lounge because you're finally talking about something I give a shit about. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey yes. it's always open. The door's always open. <laughs> yes. Okay, right. <laughs> Damn. Always give a shit. Uh, but yes, welcome to our special summer series. We're going to church, and this is Praising Preacher. We love this show. It's our favorite show on television, I think, yeah. aside from The Flash. But <laughs> it's back. It's a tight summer show, and we decided to do something special each week with each episode. Um, we're not so much reviewing it. We're just recapping it. We, are, we love this show. Yeah, There's no just, sense in... Just rolling through it. Yeah, we're just talking about how much we love this show. We're just here to give it a little bit of love. There you go. That's it. Show us some love. To a show we don't feel like enough people are talking about. Right. Totally. Awesome. Man, so this week we got the first two episodes, actually. Yeah, back to back. The premiere. And they're special because they're directed by Seth Rogen and And, Evan Goldsberg. Right. uh, The partners. Yeah, the partners who are the showrunners and kind of executive produce, but they always come in and direct the first two episodes. First two episodes, yeah. And, you know, that kind of begins where I want to shoot it over to you, daddy Uh You got to hear Seth on Howard Stern this week on XM. Yeah, yeah, and that's what they talked about. Yeah. They went into, you know, the whole history and background of The Preacher and how it came to be. And the funniest part was, is, you know, the, the poor guy that wrote it went through so much stuff to try to get something yeah. done. And never, nothing could ever come through. Garth Ennis. Yeah. Sorry. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot the name, but you know. Yeah, always. Um, and uh, he, um, all the tr- trials and tribulations. Yeah. And 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 he said, well, he came and, and when he came to Evan and I, um, I guess we were the last stop. Yeah. He had nobody else to go to, and mm-hmm. um, and got a big laugh out of that. That's cool. But um, but yeah, he um, he went into it and said, you know, they um, they even had uh, you know a little bit of push back from AMC. Yeah, to try to uh, get it done. Yeah. And um, but it all came together. And like you said, you know, that he uh, he says, yeah, we we do the first two shows of the you know of the season, and then um, Breaking Bad, uh, yeah. the guy. I forget what his name was, but uh, he does the rest of it. Yeah. I just found out that Breaking Bad is the same writer as Preacher. Yeah. And, I, you know, that was just the aha moment, but I fell in love already. I have to have this show. It's like a need for me. Yeah. And just a plus, finding that out, oh, my God, Breaking Bad, I felt like I had a death in the family when it ended. Yeah. <laughs> because, and that's really cool, because that's a completely fucking different reason than I'm in it. Exactly. I found, well, I was already in, don't get me wrong, way in. But then just finding out that 
cool little facts. Yeah, little tie. I was just like, how yeah. freaking cool is that? Yeah, yeah. And, like I can't even remember his name because I don't give a shit because it's like Seth Rogen did it yeah. and the comic book is awesome. <laughs> right. Yeah. So yeah. The key components. Cool. Cool. Yeah. You know, we all so let's get talk the, some characters here. Yeah. I mean we're gonna kinda, you know, get back get in the show and kinda because I really want to talk about the opening. Okay. Yeah. Alright, we'll do that first. <laughs> and you know, before we get into that, let's I'm gonna recap, you know, the essential Last fifteen minutes before episode one starts. Right, right. Yeah, Where, how it ended and how we're getting rolling now. You know, we've at this point we've seen Anvil blow up. We've known that God is missing after they called heaven, and <laughs> our three uh, heroes. That's right. Air yeah. quotes. The good guys. Yeah, our <laughs> protagonists in this story. Right. Are on the road hunting God down. Yeah. So that's exactly right. where we open. In man. Texas. We're still in Texas. Yeah. That's right. oh, and that's, yeah, that's another cool tie. Yeah. Then, which actually, you know, got us into the show in the first place before even the comic book and all that. I was like, hey, it's fucking Texas. That's yeah. right. I know that place. Yeah. yeah we know that place. That, that looks like this place. <laughs> Most people act like this place. <laughs> we can relate. Yes. And that kind of actually leads to a moment in the second episode I really want to talk about. <laughs> um, but so we open up with the three of them riding in the car, shooting the shit, and Cassie's giving a spiel about foreskin. <laughs> Baby oh foreskin. Oh my god. I, I saw the trailer of that. Yeah. And, and it was better the second time. I know. It like it was so funny. <laughs> it wasn't ruined for me. Like, oh no. Because uh, I had watched the trailer a, a fucking thousand times yeah. at that point. Not a spoiler. But like it kept going too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just continued. You know, it just roll like face creams yeah. and skin grafts dude that's the thing it's like what do you think they use in skin grafts it's right. soft skin yeah. exactly <laughs> only mama can add this the very next morning I've washed my face I'm sitting down I'm going to put on my makeup to go to work and I start creaming up my face and I got a little smile on my face <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's gross and say maybe that's why I look so young for my age. you're like I don't really care I really it's don't care working. it's working whatever works for you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. And so they're just shooting their shit there. Yeah. And cops. Yeah. Meow. State, yeah. Troopers. state troopers. Texas state troopers. If you know Texas, you know state troopers. Yeah. And, and right before that, they're jamming what? Come on, Eileen. Oh comes on God. the radio. Talk, just talking Again. shit about it. Yeah. This, yeah. This song's utter shite. <laughs> yeah. But, but they sang the whole thing. Yeah. Yes. Just jammed to it. And the Gen Xers that are Daniel and I went nuts. That song's fucking awesome. That song is amazing. Uh, it's yeah. from our youth. And it's amazing when it comes on at 2.30 in the morning and you're just fucking hammered. Yes. <laughs> and just screaming at the top of your lungs. Yeah. And locking arm in arms with all your yeah. drunk buddies. People Singing don't the whole thing. fucking know. <laughs> Sure. I'm like, man, I really wish I had overalls right now. Dexter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, but yeah, so we get this car chase, insane fucking car chase where they're flipping over shit, uh, and they're essentially roadblocked by these cops. Yeah, it had to be 20 of them. And at that point, we get our introduction in our pre- in the first for the first time in the present timeline after his, you know story uh season long b story in the first season the saint of killers right in hell basically yes he comes from hell the baddest man of all the bad who walks the planet now. yeah exactly whoever existed yeah like he is the baddest motherfucker <laughs> ever and he doesn't take long to prove it. 
It, All right, I'm going to do a really fun fact on what Ma Mama here was thinking when yeah. she first saw him come on screen. Favorite movie in the whole world, Raising Arizona, yeah. and, and the motorcycle the rider. Motorcycle rider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's he was kind of yeah, he was kind of one of those guys that was yeah, on that edge of hell. Exactly, and that took place in Arizona, which is our second favorite state in the world. So there you go. And yeah. it was just a that's fucking me. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Only I would think of that. Yeah, yeah. that's my twisted brain. <laughs> Coen Brothers are shit. They're the shit. Yeah. They're the tits. I'm going to talk there like a go. millennial now. Hey, whoa. <laughs> Chill out. So we get this massive yeah. throwdown. The first of many in these yeah. two episodes. <laughs> yeah. Murder, murder, and just more murder. Yeah, like, Them on the Road is already twice as violent as season one. And season one was super violent. Yeah. Yes. But the Santa Killers, not to the divert too much, starts mowing these motherfuckers down. <laughs> There's... You can't even see him. I mean, from a mile away. There's absolutely no other word for it. They just hear these, these, it sounds like, you know, uh, cannon lobs yeah. coming in and just start blowing huge holes and everything. And just, and I have to give a shout out because this is ripped directly from the comic books. Like, the Santa Killer coming from the distance, from the horizon, like, uh, where you can barely see him, yep. and just these giant bullets that don't, like, like, just shoot people. No, they're, go like through I said, them. they're blow them the fuck away. Yeah, they're like Quentin Tarantino violence, cannon shit on purpose. And yeah. like, I know this show has been hyper violent from the beginning, but that's because it's adapted from that hyper violence in the comic book. And the, right, seeing that image for the first time and knowing like what's, how that story goes, yeah, what is like, what's gonna go down? That was pitch perfect. That gets two and thumbs it's just up. So gory. Yes. Oh fuck! <laughs> I want the blood. Just so much blood, like so much all blood. of it, oh, all of it. Yeah. But and then you feel sorry for him because they stand no chance. Absolutely not. <laughs> no chance at all. And the whole time, like Cassie's hiding from the sun, <laughs> <Right. laughs> crawling under yeah. the car. <laughs> yeah, while the car's awesome. rolling. Yeah, that was so great. He is literally like my favorite character on television. I, I like to say Dominic Cooper, the preacher. Yes. He's my boyfriend. That's Bay. Yeah. Okay, totally. That's what he's millennials say. Yeah. Okay, he's my Bay. Yeah. Okay. You got pick and signature. <laughs> so that's just super cool. But Cassidy's my lover. Yeah. Dude, Cassidy's <laughs> that's a new man. relationship for me that's just started. But so he's we'll see where it awesome. goes. But it's oh, going to be wild. Yeah, that's it. Wild rock. Yeah. D so. You know, that's kind of the opening scene, and from there, they, they're they on their way to meet Preacher's friend, the other Preacher. Yeah, trying to get information. He's a scholar. Yeah, so they go see this dude, and <laughs> he's got a chick in a cage. <laughs> she's got issues. Yeah. yeah but they're, then, like, I she's love... She's to her phone. The, the reaction is, well, that's weird, but like not like horrified. Right. <laughs> they're like, oh, that, does, that doesn't seem right. Yeah. But I'm not it's like not horrible. No, <laughs> I've seen worse. You pick up on this second preacher, this apparently yeah. family member, and you're kind of like, well, that might work. You know, I got issues with chocolate cake. You put me together. Yeah, I can't cake. eat chocolate cake. Yeah. You know, I was almost like, I was like, I kind of get it. I kind of get it. Yeah, and if you if you listen to the girl screaming, she she wants her phone, and that's who he's trying to yeah. break her up. That's fucking right. gnarly, though. Oh, but then there's you know the drug addict. 
you know, who asked to be put in the cage, they go find her ass. Yeah, the Chi-Chi's mm-hmm. strip club. Whoa. And that's a you know, perfect segue. Well, after they talk to the preacher and yeah. you know, kind of get some background on what's going down. Right. He sends them Cause to his to other Because this chick saw God. That's yeah. right. Because, and we actually, actually talk to him. God likes jazz. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what we find out. It's got terrible taste. Yes. Yeah. Oh, jazz. Jazz, jazz, jazz is like pretty jazz. cool. It's pretty chill. <laughs> Moving on to the scene at the strip club. <laughs> no, oh, that was so great. Cassidy again, man. Just has to be goes off on his own. Yeah, and... just lap dance. Yeah. And the best is his line where he's like, there's two seconds of touching. Everybody knows that. That's the rules. <laughs> While he's getting, you know, beat this shit, find a bouncer. Yes, huge bouncer. While Preacher and Tulip are interrogating the manager of Shishi's who saw God. Yeah. Trying to get out of her what they need. Yeah. Before someone comes in and someone gets shot. Yeah. (laughs) Because we know that's going to happen. Yeah. There's a small window here. They needed to get the info. That's exactly what happens. (laughs) Yeah. When the bouncer shoots a bullet through the wall and kills the manager of Shishis. Right. Yeah. At Cassidy. Yeah. Your whole brain, while it's going down, they're trying to get the information out of her. You're thinking, who's going to get shot and who's going to do the shooting? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Every time. Who's going to die? Literally every time. Every time. <laughs> and it's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Like, it has not gotten old once. No, yeah. not once. And, and for me, this scene really gives a poignant part about Tulip becoming Jesse's kind of conscience. Yeah. And, like, more than he's that, talking, you know, they're, they're, they yeah. have those really deep conversations. About how to about use them. and when yeah. to use Genesis. Exactly. But, dude, that scene in general, like, all three characters kind of like, you, what's Preacher about? These three characters, and it's Tulip and Jesse together yep. talking. It shows Jesse used Genesis, and Cassidy's getting fucking thrown out by a bouncer for touching a stripper. Like, that's yep. everything the show's about in like two minutes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and I love that Tulip's stepping up with her power, and, and Preacher has to get permission. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's a true girlfriend now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Get permission. Almost, almost wife, too. Yeah, yeah. almost. <laughs> yeah. That, that was scary. That didn't work out there. <laughs> no. Yeah. So they leave there, they go to the hotel where they're going to crash for the night. There's a very sweet scene between Jesse and Tulip. Yeah. It was an actual sincere moment in the show that I, I it like, didn't, it wasn't jarring. Like, that's just no. why I wanted to kind of call it out. Like, I was like, that works. It worked. Yeah. Like, you can, and my favorite term is you can crowbar something in like yeah. that, and it just doesn't fit and doesn't work, and it really yeah. kills the flow. Well, it builds on the chemistry between those two from season one. Exactly. We knew the history of their childhood history, and they've loved each other since they were innocents. Yeah. And through the, well, we know they're not All the bad. Yeah, all the bad. (laughs) But they have stuck with each other and had each other's back through all of this, and how great that passion and... You see that connection. Yeah, great, yeah, a great connection. It clicks. And then when he And so you know the the casting's perfect. Yeah. And you're just like, bam. Yeah, right there. She's that lust she, she too. Like both yeah, things. Both of them. It was hot. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> <laughs> but that was I mean, it was a great first episode. Yeah. Man, it started off with a bang, just like the first episode last year. Balls to the fucking wall the yeah. entire fucking time. Yeah. This show's great. One of my favorite scenes is Tulip's watching the news of the town yeah. blowing and, up and she's getting nostalgic. <laughs> 
and it wasn't really a time to be nostalgic because World War Three is breaking out. Well, yeah, that's how. Outside our hotel. Room. Isn't that the first thing that happens in episode two? <laughs> yeah. So great segue <laughs> right in episode so two. two. Yeah, exactly. Because they actually spend episode one barely missing hearing the news. Yeah, it happens yeah, like three always times. Been, yeah, yeah, just not right there yeah. when it's on the TV. Yeah. And the shit's going down, and they got to get out of they, town. Because they were at the gas station and missed it and, there, and it was on the TV. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Even Preacher comes in to get Tulip and say, you know, we got to go down. Yeah, shit cause... is going down. And he goes, oh, my God. Like, there it yeah, is. Yeah, they sit there. They sit like, there yeah. shit. Because people, the Santa Killers has found him at the hotel. Yeah. And is mowing just, through motherfuckers. Just murder. But this is the point I wanted to call out from earlier in the show. Where I was talking about Texas. Right. Because this was my, I think, favorite, like, moment for yeah. both episodes. A Texas aha moment. That, <laughs> like, the Santa Killers is coming for Jesse. It's just Jesse alone. It's at night, too. Yeah. And just like, oh, shit. And dodging these bullets. And then all these town people who hear the shit come out of the woodworks. Well, the sign said there was a convention in town. For um, arms owners. Exactly. And just everyone is fucking strapped. Yeah. You got 30 people that come out are just packed. Yeah. We don't blink when we see things like that. And it's so Texas. Yeah. Exactly. It's not a myth. It's no, real. Like, that's exactly that's how it goes down. That's how like it is. SMGs and yeah, shit. Just, but it also shows you just, you know, the saint and how a badass he is. Because, again, just another scene of him coming down the road, blowing yeah. people away. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. And, and so our squad has to kind of, you know, scuttle out. Yeah, navigate through all this mayhem. <laughs> hiding in a room with a vending machine, having this conversation with a dude with no arm. About a root beer. Yeah, yeah. he's like, I didn't want ginger ale. Ginger ale's good. Yeah. He's like, it's good for blood. Like, it tastes you now. Love me some cats. Oh, that's okay. alright because we skipped the moment at the very beginning because Tulip had blood in her mouth from siphoning oh, the gas yes. tank oh my god through, through the intestines yes <laughs> fuck of like, one of the dead cops yeah we suck at <laughs> doing this sorry. literally Let's sorry just, yeah uh, we're back in war yeah we're who trying. gives a shit you know, take your but patience. it's all you know all of these just unique scenes that, that just grab you yes. I mean, every it's one of them and there's just, and then something off the wall happens yeah. like it's like gripping Normal, like, Quentin Tarantino-type violence, which you're already captivated by, and then an extra notch. Yeah. Basically, your character having to siphon gas with an intestine. <laughs> yeah. Or uh, an angel voice. Like, that one just notch, a guy with no arm right. trying to use the bending machine. That notch. Right. Like, yeah. Why, why, yeah, while all this mayhem's going on. That's what this book does. It's it's feels Quentin Tarantino, and, like, that's what the book felt like reading. Right. With a touch of fucking insanity. Yes. Right. <laughs> and we all know how this family feels about Quinn. Exactly. Yeah. We don't, we don't so, have to visit that again. No, that, that hyper-violence is right up our alley. Yeah. Yep. That's the last time Mama gave a shit and came to child. Literally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what does it say about you? Hey. Yeah. I have great taste. Yes. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but so they get away from the hotel 
And at this point, Cassidy had seen the amazing Ganesh. Oh, oh my, my god. Which is the Yeah, he'd seen it um, on, on the, the TV, TV. some advertisements. Wow. It's even a bus going by. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is Floor or Fleur or whatever. Yeah. One of the angels from the season one. Right. And he's got this magic show. Oh my god. <laughs> We're talking he, about just over the top. That right there. Like that, yeah, oh. over the fucking top. That whole, that whole, that whole story. Saw me in half. Yeah. Watch my guts fall out, and here I am with me again. Yeah, like because yeah. they reincarnate every time. Yeah, that's fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah, and everybody loved it. But he was sad. Yeah, was like, sad. but that's what's like, and yes, but that's why this show's great. Right. Because it's a great show. Like that was a very captivating, emotional yes, scene. Emotional about him getting repeatedly murdered. Yeah. Like, the show is a perfect amalgamation of really good show, like, you care about the characters, evil dead gore, dynamic (laughs) storyline, and seriously fucked up shit. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, it's, um, but it just, yeah, the Ganesh, his whole thing. And when he started doing this and running through these shows, first thing that popped in my mind was, where are all these dead angel bodies going? Yeah, they never touch on it, though. No. Because no, yeah. every show, he kills himself. And yeah. he, he got to a point where he's doing two or three, four shows a day. <laughs> so where are these dead angels? And some of them are pretty damn gross. Yeah. Was it last season when they did in the hotel room that the bodies just piled up? Oh, yeah. The whole, the whole... All the whole way up the wall. Yeah. They had to break through the wall and pile them up in the next hotel room. That was the single greatest moment. That was amazing. <laughs> just, it was the best of seasons, yeah. I guess. That was it. Just... Murder. Yeah. We talked about that. But but when Cassidy puts his arm around Jesse and says, I can fix this. Give me two and a half I, hours. Give me two and a half hours. <laughs> yeah. I know exactly what he needs. And then the clicking talk. Yeah, like, and it starts ticking. And, but we didn't get a touch on this yet. Was Cassidy's like sweet ass moment from the end of the episode when he's like, I know I fucked up. Like, let me make this right. Like, you're my best mate. And then you're just like, this character cares too. Yep. This insane drug addict. Murdering vampire has right. a heart. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> what scary. the fuck? Yeah, this yeah. is amazing. It's a work. It's a masterwork. Yeah, he's got a little compass to him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, morality. It's like uh, yeah, he wavers, but then just proceeds to get all the drugs, all the drugs. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah, everything, drugs. and go on a binge with floor. It's, oh, and how heroin's better in the neck than it is in the arm. It fucking so, murders him, man. It murders him. Well, let's stop with the heroin. We're moving <laughs> well, on. He didn't know. He just says, okay, less heroin. Less like, heroin. that's the exact line. That's true. I forgot that part. <laughs> it's like the first one, you got a main line. <laughs> Dude, and then doing coke and fucking oh, everything. crack, yeah, everything. everything. And, and just, just in this hotel room. Insane. All right, and they never really go into it. One of my favorite parts was the little tent they build, the forts. Yes. And little kids build in the living room when they're playing yeah. the fort on a rainy day on the Saturday. Just to hang out. Just exactly. Out. And, and then that moment where Floor stares at fucking Cassidy and literally falls in love with him. Like, yeah, they go there. Yeah, yeah. He, it seems like he's happy again. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's Cassidy not sad. Happy. Yeah. I just want you to spoon me. And this drug-fueled fucking binge fest. The frisbee. Okay, can we talk about the playing frisbee? No, the movement. One on one. I don't know. In this condo. I like the frisbee and the ball. That was so funny. But he gets the info out of them. Like, they sick the Santa Killers on them. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so he agrees to call him off because Cassidy's his homie. That's right. And they don't need Jesse and Genesis dead. No. And at the same time, Jesse and Tulip have decided to get married yeah. at the same casino hotel. Yeah. And they go to do that, and Tulip gets called away because she sees some shadowy figure in the background. Big guy. Big dude. Oh. Who has her call? What's his face? Anybody? Anybody remember? No, I can't remember no, his name because he said it several times for the fucking life of me. But has her call his dude. Long story short, huge fight scene with Tulip in yeah. the in a hotel room. Kind of her best moment since episode one of last year. Yeah, correct. When she made the fucking bazooka out of the army men and like tomato cans. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. With uh, the children. Yeah, at like, the house. And Pers- she hangs. Yeah. This guy is three times her size. Three My times size. Her weight. Just, yeah, like, the size of Carter's arm. And that's So six five. Big. And just, yeah. just around the neck and just throws her like a rag doll. And, but continue, just beats the fuck yeah. out of this dude. And she, yeah, she comes at him. And what's so awesome that happened between season one and season two, loving. Yes. Like, it makes you look like you realize Ruth Negga is the fucking shit. And I own that movie. No, we own that movie. <laughs> we all own that movie. My <laughs> iTunes collection. Like, it's like Avengers Age of Ultron, every Batman animated movie. Loving yeah. Coal Miner's Daughter. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> yeah. Hey. It's fine. But, yeah, like, so Ruth Negga is the shit. Yes. And yes. not to divert again too much, but there's been a rumor that she may be. Play Catwoman, and uh, I am oh beyond God. fucking obsessed with that now. Like, yeah. if that doesn't oh, that happen, it'll be, cool. be disappointing. Yes, that would that be, would be cool. so cool. Even though she might have to be a preacher, but not cool. Yeah, no, not, not cool. cool. But like you said, you know, they might follow the books a little bit more, and she pops in and out, like That's you true. said, so she could take a break a little bit and pop back in. That's also very yes. true. And do Catwoman. Yes. Oh, That's so cool. Okay. But think about it. It's set. And it's Batman. He's gonna let her do Batman. Yeah. He's gonna yeah. let her be Catwoman. Seth oh, will have yeah. no problems. He will work totally around her yeah. schedule. <laughs> I like where your head's at. Yeah. Exactly. We're talking yeah. about the Cake, eat it too. Yes. Yeah. With Sarah. Exactly. So they're getting married. She's thrown down with this motherfucker. Murders him. Yeah. Just yeah, kills just him kill dead. Him. Yeah. Big fucker and just kills him dead. And so, then Cassidy comes in. Yeah. Cassidy, like, can you clean okay. this up while and, I go get And he's still all fucked up from the fucking angel. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the while, Jesse's like, I just want to get married. Yeah. All right. So they end up not getting married. Yeah. And. Oh, darn. Yeah. Like, you saw that coming, though. 110%. But it made for a cool storyline. Yeah. Great. And they head on the road. Well, you got to make the decision. We got to go to New Orleans. Because God loves jazz. Jazz. Like, oh, that yeah. is their lead. Yeah. But it ties into Tulip's storyline. Oh, and she's got, she's got dark back in New Orleans. Yeah. I have I have a theory about that. I think I know what they're going to find there, but I don't want to do a spoiler. Yeah. I think, but I have a theory. What? I think she's already married. Really? Yeah. I don't think she's married. That. You don't it's think so? Uh, I read the book. She, okay. Well, then. But they could change it. Fuck me. Yeah. (laughs) I hope they do. The whole first season wasn't in the book. Well, kind of, but whatever. Do whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. But But yeah, they're going Nova. It's such a great show that I'm speculating about the next show because I want more and more and more. Oh, that's the point. (laughs) That's the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. Don't listen to my fucking pessimistic, nerdy ass. 
<laughs> they could. She could very well be married. That's okay. Yeah. That'd be dope. Well, yeah, well, that's... But six one half dozen another. They're going to New Orleans, and she's got dark shit, and it's going to be great. But it no lie, no lie. Two fantastic premiere episodes. Yes, I, totally. It's kind of one big episode we were it talking is, before yeah. the show. Yeah. And with all our bouncing around, I get that that we did that. Sorry, yeah. well, but it wasn't you, too bad. It wasn't yeah. too bad. That just shows our passion. And it's our first one, and like yeah. we we're doing this like. For people who watch the show, like this is just for someone to be like, I like Preacher too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that was our first praising Preacher. Hopefully, we'll you know continue with the same exuberance that we had this episode. I don't think the quality is going to dip. No. no. Super fucking pumped for this Sunday. It was great having you join us, Mom. Anytime. Yeah, great time, great time. And internet peoples. Do you praise the preacher? Let us know. Yeah. Come Drop online. Legacycharacters.com. You can email us from there. Get all our episodes on there. Read these two little about me section things I wrote a while ago. Like, Come online there. You can email us directly. Legacycharacters at gmail.com. Yeah. Twitter at Legacycharacter. Singular. No S on the end. And Facebook and all that stuff. All the good links. And if you really want to help the show out, and it's just a little something-something, go on iTunes, give us a rating, give us a review, tell us you like the show, tell us you don't like the show. I won't get too butthurt. No. We just want to hear from you. Yeah. Man, we like the Preacher. Looking forward to doing this every week. Yeah, that's going to be cool. And until next time, go out and make your legacy. You characters.